0: In today's episode, we're channeling Source, asking all the questions that you want to know.
1: When you release the judgment of that experience and see that that eternal soul is here having a very temporary human experience. And from that eternal perspective, there is no right or wrong way to experience humanity. The the, the one who dies of a drug overdose in the gutter as you would say is having an expansive experience just as the one who spends their lives meditating in a deep spiritual practice. They are having the experience that their soul came here craving, wanting to have a physical experience of contrast and you release judgment. You can release fear and you release worrying about whether something is evil or not and simply find appreciation for all that is it's a very joyous way to live life. And when you're in that high vibrational space, you are offering more to your planet and your fellow human than you are when you're down there battling it
0: turn up your frequency with mind love bite-sized brain hacks for seekers dreamers and doers it's time to give your mind a little love with your host melissa monte Hello, love. Today is a really exciting episode where we're going to get a channeled perspective straight from source. But before we get started, if you haven't yet subscribed, hit that little button. Subscribing, sharing, and five-star reviews are a really great way to give back if you find Mind Love helpful. They help the show grow, which helps me get even better guests, which helps me serve you better. Today, I want to read a review from Velnet that says, A friend of mine introduced me to this podcast, and oh my gosh, does it hit home every time. It's like she's speaking to me every time I listen. I'm so thankful for the self-love help. It's like therapy for free. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to leave that review. It's really helpful to me. What if you had one hour to speak directly to Source? To absorb whatever knowledge and wisdom you could from the field of universal truth. There was no risk of being judged or accidentally offending someone or asking the wrong question. Just you and the opportunity to be open to receive from the highest channel of information. Well, guess what? This is actually possible to all of us. This is what occurs when people channel guidance or open the Akashic Records or just tap into their intuition. But I think for a lot of people, that connection to their intuition has been closed off, whether they realize it or not. Some people confuse their intuition for their fear because it feels like a strong pull. Or they think that their intuition is just whatever strong feeling or beliefs they have, not realizing that a lot of that could just be the way life has programmed them. Your intuition is a part of you, but it's also a part of everything. It's our connection to all that is that enables us to tap into information that we haven't directly acquired. But if you've gone through a trauma or you've been betrayed or you've had an illness or an eating disorder, it can actually be even harder to connect with that intuition. Anything where you've had a disconnect with your body or your mind, whether momentarily or ongoing, can disrupt your relationship with your intuition. For me, it was that out-of-body moment being sexually assaulted or the years of damaging my body with bulimia. Or that terrible relationship that led to me distrusting myself. Well, this channel or this connection is just that. It's a relationship. You have to spend time with this part of you to learn its language. To feel how it speaks to you. To decipher it from fear or subconscious programming. And if you've cut off that relationship, it might take a little longer to build that trust and feel okay opening up again, even just to you. For me, it's a work in progress. For a long time, I thought that just by reading and learning about intuition, I could cultivate mine, but I wasn't really spending time in the practices like stillness or meditation or just testing and tracking my intuitive pulls. Like, what did I feel? Did I act on it? How did it turn out? Was I right? What I can say is since doing all this in the last few years, it's like I found some hidden part of myself. I trust myself more. I feel more comfortable being alone. I have more hope and happiness because I trust my own guidance and it makes it easier to really trust that I'm on the right path. I'm also not as scared of the unknown because I know that I'll be guided with whatever is thrown at me. And really, it's kind of hard to feel lost when you're arm in arm with your own personal guide. And I know I still have work to do. There's still dimensions within myself that I have yet to unlock. And until then, I'm looking to those who have that direct connection and are openly sharing it. What an amazing time to be alive, right? It's so easy to get caught up in all the negative, but here's what I see. We are living in a time of collective evolution. It's been happening for decades. Notice that more and more people are unlocking their ability to channel source, like Abraham Hicks and some people that we've had on the show, like Paul Selig, Lee Harris, Gary Bodley. Jessica Herman, and sure, you can be skeptical about it and have a suspicion that people are just jumping on the bandwagon and making it all up. But for me, all I have to do is listen to what they're saying. The fluidity of just profound wisdom that just flows out of their lips without having to stop and think. Or the fact that all of their messages are complementary to each other. They're not competing with what the future looks like or what truth is really saying. And with most of what they teach, it's almost like my soul already knows it. I feel a sense of calm when I hear it. There's no resistance to the information. And with all the fear and confusion and unknown that there seems to be in the world today, I appreciate these guides more than ever. So today, I'm bringing you another one, and I am so excited about it. We are talking to David Strickle. He channels what he calls the stream, and he says that we all have access to the stream, but we just need to learn to go deep enough within ourselves, or really, we need to learn to let go of ourselves enough to access it. During this entire conversation, I just felt this warm sense of peace, like I was in the energy with him. It was really moving. So I'm excited to share this with you today. And three key things we will learn are how we're born connected to source and why we forget our connection to source over time. How do we accept that there's no real right or wrong when some things seem clearly evil? And how do we balance accepting what is with personal responsibility and advocacy? But before we get to the interview, I want to invite you to wake up to the morning mind love. This is not your typical newsletter. Instead, each weekday morning, you get a little inspiration to just set the tone for your day. Give yourself a little positive focus. Think of it like a little love letter from the cosmos. Plus, when you sign up, you get two free gifts, a 30-minute binaural meditation and 30 days of self-reflective journaling prompts to help you grow. And it's all completely free. So join over 9,000 people that are raising their vibrations every morning and go to mindlove.com to sign up. And now let's welcome David Strickle to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So I
0: am so excited to have you on. My audience knows that I love the idea of channeling. It's something that I've been really meditating on to uh, get deeper in touch with my own intuition in general, and it just hasn't come through in in such profound ways yet, but I can feel it deepening every day. So I just love talking to people who I feel are at a place in a spiritual journey that I am moving towards or hoping to move towards. So I'm curious, where did your spiritual journey really begin, and how did this start for you?
1: Well, really, it, it started probably at birth, and I know that's really broad, but I recall having moments of what I used to call knowing when I was a kid, where I just knew things that uh, adults were telling me were not really true or were true, or it wasn't really the way of the world or the way of the universe. And of course, as a child, I didn't really understand what that was. I thought it was something that everybody had, and it was just you know me. And then I got a little older and started feeling a little weird <laughs> that I had this going on that other people obviously didn't. And I really learned how to hide it. I wasn't the misfit in high school. I was sort of ran with the popular kids in high school, but it was all kind of a facade. And I carried that facade really all the way through my twenties and thirties. And I didn't really come out spiritually until my forties. So I waited pretty late, you know, later in life than a lot of people do to really share this uh, with the outside world. But my inner world was developing that whole time with it. I was going to see psychics. I was trying to understand what this knowing was, why I had information, why I understood what we now refer to as the law of attraction. Back in 1982, when I was 14 years old, I was uh, living in a a single-parent minimum-wage household, very poor situation, and we had extended family that had money. So it was kind of an interesting way to grow up when you're exposed to people with money – And then you come back home to your one bedroom roach infested apartment, you know, that you're living in with your mother, that sort of thing. And I remember telling my older brother at this age that if we believed something, that we would create the thing that we believed as reality. And I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know what it was all about. But I just knew that it was true. And I started implementing that in my life as a teenager and started living that life as a teenager. And I carried that all the way through my 20s and 30s, really focusing on material wealth. That's where I was a bit misguided because I thought as a poor kid, if I had money and pretty things that I was going to be happy and and live this great life. And I got to 41 and I lived in a big house with fancy cars and clothes and all that great stuff. And I wasn't really happy. I didn't love myself. I didn't really have a deep connection with source the way I do now. I understood law of attraction, and universal law, but I didn't really have an awakening experience until my forties and I'm about to be 53. So it's, it's been a long time developing. I believe it's still unfolding, but my ability to receive information has been lifelong, but my ability to share it, to write it and speak it is, is relatively new. I didn't start sharing it publicly until I started the stream of David podcast in the end of 2017. So very new. So I took a long time developing it and hiding it from the world until I could not hide it anymore. I realized that this is too profound. I have changed too many things in my life that I, I can't just keep it to myself. Because at age 41, I was addicted to Oxycot and I was in a bad re- relationship. Uh, I was about 300 pounds at that point. I had a lot of negative things going on. It was sort of like money and material things were what was working and nothing else was. And so I needed to sort of uh, fix everything else. And I went inward and used this inner knowing to actually fix all these things. And it took me about close to a decade to do it. But then once I did, it was like, I want to shout it from the rooftops. I didn't care about being judged by anyone anymore. I just wanted to everyone in the world that was ready for it to hear it. And that's what I'm doing now. And I've been doing that since uh, late 2017, early 2018. I quit my, I had a high paying corporate job. I quit at the uh, end of 2017. And I've just been doing this full time since then.
0: Wow. There's parts of your story that I actually resonate with. I remember when I was young, I had asthma pretty badly. A lot of my family members did. And I remember something about knowing mind over matter. And I just had this idea that I could. Will my way out of it or, or think my way out of it or I didn't have any other words for it other than that. And so I just kept visualizing myself like running the mile in physical education and not having asthma anymore. And I swear within a year, I did not have asthma. And I was like, see mind over matter. And I just told people and I used to know when people were calling, like uh, before they'd answer, I'd tell my mom who which friend it would be. And it's funny because I kind of forgot about those things until you were talking. And part of me has always sort of wondered if, I wonder if I wasn't re- raised in a religion, if I wouldn't have cut off that part of my intuition, you know, because it was considered blasphemy to even talk about oh, yeah. anything being psychic or, or whatever and yeah, so it just shut it situation.
1: down i totally understand that and we do we shut we're taught by society through religion or culture to shut all that stuff down but if you think about how many times have you heard about small children you know talking to their imaginary friends or seeing things and i i recall a lot of that stuff And I I now see that having the disconnected parents that I had, my father left when I was six, started another family. My mother sort of disconnected from life after that and never came back and didn't speak to me for the last 20 years of her life. So having the hands off, disconnected parents and being left to my own devices for me was the best thing that ever happened to me because that allowed me to develop these things for myself and that inner knowing was my worthiness. Even though I certainly wasn't perfect. I always had this sense of worthiness that even though my mother did not think I was worthy and was very clear about that that I had a sense that overrode that and that's sort of what got me through life to a point Until I was really ready to stand on my own So we, we are taught to ignore these things and to shut these things down in fact the stream if we talk the stream in a little bit they will tell you that the universe actually operates very much in reverse to how humanity tries to operate. And that is a contrasting experience that has value, but it messes a lot of us up. And we're sort of all waking up from that now. And I I think we're all, especially all of your listeners, are aware of, of this awakening that's going on that everyone's talking about and everyone sort of defines it differently, but we're all coming to understand our true eternal nature and how and we're coming to better understand how the universe operates and how our lives can operate more joyfully here on earth in our now, and that's what the stream's message is all about. And I love sharing that.
0: I love the way you articulated that in a way of something that a lot of people could take as this very like negative, traumatic thing of being disconnected from your parents and seeing clearly that you know this is for your highest path, this is how you evolve into what your soul came here for. So I know we're going to be talking a little bit about that with the stream, but I also just thought it was relevant to emphasize because I know so many people are going through things and I keep just trying to remind myself through the hard share that there is something in all of the things that we're going through that is meant for our evolution that's meant for our ascension uh thank you for sharing that and and I'm excited to get to open up to the stream in this episode And if this is your first time giving your mind a little love, I have a few goodies for you. First, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And second, sign up for the Morning Mind Love. Think of it like a weekday oracle from your highest self to help you start each day with a positive focus. Plus, you'll get two gifts absolutely free, a 30-minute binaural meditation and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you remember who you truly are. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up or text the word morning to 33777. We're all here just trying to live our best lives, right? And while you're here listening to a podcast, you might feel like you're on the right track, but then you visit family or you have a work deadline or something unexpected comes up and you're all stressed out and it feels like all the work is out the window. But what's really cool about his show is you can even leave a voicemail or send an email and he'll address your topic or question about mental or emotional help on the show. So no matter what you're going through, The Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Listen to The Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on the website. And I'm excited to get to open up to the stream in this episode. So excited, actually. So um, I know you have a little process to get us there. So you lead the way.
1: Certainly. What I do is I meditate for a moment. You'll have a moment of dead air, but the dead air is very valuable because what I do is also invite the listener, regardless of when you're listening to this, two years from now, it does not matter. If you stop and do this meditation and raise your vibration and get into the vibration of the stream, you will get a lot more out of it. So I always invite everyone to sort of just be quiet for just a moment and let me bring them in and you will know uh, they will announce themselves when they're here. (laughs) They're really good about that. We are here. It's good to be here with all of you. We very much want to connect. We we want to connect with those of you who are ready to fully understand the value of everything that's occurring around you right now. This is indeed a, a magical time for you to be On planet earth. It's a magical time for humanity. Many of you are speaking of of awakening or ascension and and, and you're coming to uncover exactly what that means. And and, and we're here to, to, to guide you to the fact that your ascension is your own personal journey. That there is no one else that can really tell you what your ascension is, what your awakening process will be. But the guidance that we are offering you is that Whatever that looks like for you, that it's, it, it's an ongoing unfolding. It is something that, that you are going to continually experience for the remainder of your, your, your physical lifetime. In your non-physical state, in your eternal state, you, you are very much omnipresent and, and omniscient as we are. You, you, you know much more. You have much more awareness of the universe, but when you project yourselves into these these human bodies, this human experience, you, you are very much narrowing your focus. You, your ego takes over. And, and we are here to tell you that your ego is not necessarily a bad thing. Your, your ego is a natural component of your human experience. But the guidance that we are offering is, is, is to guide you for those of you who are choosing to do so. We are not here offering rules. We are certainly not here offering judgment. But the guidance that we are offering is for you to think about balancing your ego consciousness the human part of you with the eternal part of you your soul consciousness however you refer to it you are all aware that you have it you are all aware that you are much more than just this physical life but there are many aspects of your physical journey that can cause fear That can lead you to judgment that can lead you into a lower vibrational state. And you, you all move through vibrational flow. You all move through periods that that are are sort of this up and down And and it can be this magical up and down journey, the, 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 the upper register being your connection to our energy, or you all have your own version of this. And when you dip down into, to what you may call lower vibration. You are indeed separating yourselves from our energy. But that separation is always temporary. In fact, any time that it is prolonged, the prolonging of the separation is always you are doing. And that separation creates the obstacles that you encounter in your lives. But we are here to guide you to think of your obstacles very differently than perhaps you've thought of them before. The the, the the suffering, the pain, the trauma, the, 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 the setbacks, all of those things can serve as the launch pad of your next new creation, if you so allow. That's why they're there. That, that is why you create these things. That is why you dip into lower vibration and, and separate yourselves from us. But in learning to, to, to perhaps not judge that lower vibrational time as, as a bad thing or a negative thing. But simply see it as the separation from source that it is, and meet it in appreciation for the gifts that all of your your obstacles offer. That meeting in appreciation is the very thing that's going to cause your vibration to go right back up, for you to connect once again with our energy. And when you do that, it is our promise to you that all of the solutions that you are desiring. For whatever you created down in that lower vibrational register, those solutions will materialize for you, seemingly from nowhere. But that materialization of solutions is your co-creation with your source. And that is why you come to physical, to expand your being in the co-creation of new consciousness. And we are here to, to, to teach you about all of that if you desire to learn it. And we are here to answer any question that you have around that.
0: One of the things you teach is that all beings come to physical manifestation with an awareness of their source connection, their stream, but we forget that over time. What is it that causes us to lose that from the time that we first arrive here on this planet throughout our
1: lives? A physical environment, any physical environment, anything that is, that is a manifestation beyond the energetic realm where we reside is going to be polarized. And that polarity, meaning what you would call this, this vibrational shift, this fluctuation between upper vibration and lower vibration that creates what many of you call contrast that creates the problems in your environment. And very often because of this contrast and because the, the, the fear of this contrast holds great power, the fear of this contrast and judging it as something unwanted or negative that, that, that you want to move beyond to, to pure positive energy is a bit misunderstood in your environment. You see, humanity has, has moved through this period of ascension That that We often refer to as society building and in in the period of society building you have advanced significantly in your technology But the 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 flip side of the society building is that you were all placed in this template in this box And and you were all told that you had to live your lives a certain way and that there was a judgmental god in the sky that was going to Damn you to hell or something of this like for 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 not following all of the rules and not pairing off an opposite gendered couples and, and producing X number of children and, and, and having a certain type of education and a certain type of job. And you are all aware, culturally, there, there are variations of this, certainly. But you are all aware that this is prevalent on your planet, these tools of society building. And in and, and all of your societies are, are a bit different, but at their core, you have all of these rules that are about creating structure around a society. That was a a dominant vibration for humanity on planet Earth in linear time for quite some time. And now, because you have created technology where you can communicate like humanity has never been able to communicate before, you are all coming together. In scenarios much like this, you are sort of putting your heads together and comparing notes, and you are becoming wiser. And and you you are, are moving back toward... Your more eternal state of being in physical meaning you have even created a pandemic to move yourselves back to more of a virtual reality and and, in this hybrid of virtual reality is not necessarily going to be your static state of being but you're not going to return to that separation that you had before. You are all moving into a, a mode of communication now with your social media and your internet and, and, and even being a bit more homebound has caused you to dig deeper into this. That's the intentionality behind all of it. You are all ascending because you are becoming wiser as, as, as people, as human beings. And in, and in that ascension, you are all beginning to question your institutions of control, your governments, your religions, your monarchy, even your your policing, you, in, in the United States it's certainly, but I many consider to be the epicenter of some of that. But it is global; it is being questioned globally, and this global questioning is causing the fracturing of these institutions. And you see evidence of that beginning to populate all around you, and the 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 the, the, the evidence of this fracturing is causing a separation of humanity. And more and more and more separating and, and, and sort of moving up into an awakening process where you're, you're no longer allowing fear to cripple you. You're no longer allowing these institutions of control to dictate how you're going to live your lives, where you're going to live, with whom you're going to, to, to develop romantic relationships, with how you're going to reproduce if you choose to do so at all, with how you express yourselves in terms of gender and all of these things. All of these things are signs of ascension and notice that the divide between the ones that are ascending and and, and accepting the, the evolution of humanity and moving into what you may call an awakening process is being met with this counterculture of pushing back on that, wanting more traditional values, wanting things to go back to the way they perceived that they were years ago. However, that perception was always an illusion. And, and and you are all now up to speed with the time that you're in. So the more you hearken back to days gone by and, and wish for life to be like that, the more uncomfortable your current day reality is going to make you. There there is magic in, in the saying, go with the flow. And where the flow is taking humanity, those of you that sort of move into that flow with great appreciation of it and even a heightened understanding of it are are, are going to have a very joyous ride in that process.
0: It does seem Like there, well, it's clear that there is more of a divide that there's been in a while, and it seems a lot of people seem to think that their side is good and the other side's evil, regardless of what side that they're on. But I know that you teach that there is no right or wrong; it's just uh, what we're manifesting at that time or a personal perception. But can you go into that a little bit more? Given that for some people, there's certain things that clearly seem evil or wrong. So how do you trust that everything's happening as it should and there is no right or wrong when there's a perception that's so deeply felt of something being so wrong? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really need to get something off my chest. Being a mom of a three-year-old boy is really freaking hard, and sometimes it has me questioning my sanity. It's about learning healthy coping mechanisms, setting boundaries, becoming the best version of yourself. And BetterHelp makes it super convenient too. Everything's done online so you can fit therapy sessions around your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/mindlove today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com/mindlove. Help, and now for another episode of Lies We've Been Told About Our Health. We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? Well, hydration isn't actually about water intake. It's about the balance of water and electrolytes, so that our bodies are actually absorbing the water instead of just passing it through. A lot of people go for those sugary sports drinks, but let's be real, those do more harm than good. I've found a better solution. Element. risk free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back. No questions asked. Receive a free element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com/slash mindlove. That's drinklmnt.com slash mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order. So how do you trust that everything's happening as it should and there is no right or wrong? When there's a perception that's so deeply felt of something being so
1: wrong? We will begin with the fact that you all operate within your own bubbles of reality. And and, and the more you you sort of zoom out to the higher perspective, a perspective of of non fear and non judgment, Mm -hmm. this is the perspective that we hold. You all have access to it as you detune the, the mechanisms of fear and judgment you remove fear and judgment from, from any topic, you get really clear about that topic because fear and judgment create confusion. And when you remove those two things, the confusion lifts and the clarity arrives. So when you, you, you zoom out and, 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 and see humanity, your fellow humans from, from our higher perspective, which you are all part of, you then can be very clear that, that, that every group and every subgroup, is operating within their created bubble of reality. They believe they are right. And the opposing side, and, and notice in your polarized environment, when you get into this lower vibrational thinking, when you are more separated from source, you tend to want to scatter to corners and choose sides. And it's it's very divided. It's very left or right, up or down, night or day. That is a sign of a polarized environment. And as you ascend and, and, and move your vibration higher and higher and connect yourselves with your source. There is less need to go down and take sides. There is less need to go down into that judgment where you have to be in one place or another to feel comfortable because you're part of a group and part of a specific movement. When you move your vibration up, you you are essentially more independent. You you are less likely to to, to be drawn into cult-like thought or behavior because you, you are allowing your own flow. You are seeing things as gray rather than black and white. So you, you see evidence of this all around you, and you certainly see when you, when you begin judging something is wrong, you, you, you see and you feel your vibration drop. And when you release the judgment from it, your vibration goes back up. And the things that you tend to judge are, are the things that you are taught are evil and wrong in your society. And, and, and certainly we understand those of you w- with the perspective that you do not want to see others being harmed you don't want to see other people being harmed you don't want to see other animals being harmed you don't want to see people being verbally or or physically abused you you don't want to see necessarily your, your, your planet being clogged with pollution and things of this nature there's nothing wrong with holding that opinion of not wanting to see that but when you dip down into labeling it as evil and dip down into the judgment of it you're lowering your vibration and you have less to offer in form of solution when your vibration is low when you can zoom out and view these things from a higher perspective that that planet earth is not meant to be an eternal physical space no physical space is every physical environment is is, is an evolving environment that 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 if it evolves to a sophisticated enough state of being to where it is utopian to where you were all agreeing with one another and there is no more problems everything is solved the physical environment will cease to be but planet earth is nowhere near that reality and it is our, our promise to you that, that, that you are all eternal strands of consciousness and if your planet and your physical being were to cease to be you would simply move on to another physical expression and in, in, in the energetic realm does not operate in linear time, but we often communicate with you in linear time because you think that way as humans. And, and there is value in your thinking of yourselves as sort of coming and going from these lifetimes. We promise you that, that your soul is seeking ever expanding, more sophisticated experiences. So so you are not going to come back as a rock. You are going to come back as something even more sophisticated. And there will be a point where planet Earth is not sophisticated enough for your being anymore. And and your sophistication will will seek out a different physical environment. And those physical environments are infinite. And in in an environment where everything is measured the way that it is on planet Earth, the idea of something being infinite is a bit hard for you to grasp. But that's okay. We will share these things and we will always turn you back to your human physical experience and, and back to your original question, Of Judging things as evil and how you get beyond that and and the best way to get beyond that is a deep spiritual practice when you where you truly understand your eternal nature and the eternal nature of all other beings and you can allow those other beings to have their experience with less judgment and less judgment and less judgment appreciating the path of all other beings appreciating the path of uh, of the animal that may become your dinner or the dinner of another appreciating the person that, that may meet their demise in a way that you find unsavory. When you release the judgment of that experience and see that that eternal soul is here having a very temporary human experience, and from that eternal perspective, there is no right or wrong way to experience humanity. The, 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 the one who dies of a drug overdose in the gutter, as you would say, is having an expansive experience. Just as the one who spends their lives meditating in a deep spiritual practice, they are having the experience that their soul came here craving, wanting to have a physical experience of contrast. And and another thing that we very much want to share with you in in, 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 in providing a deeper understanding of your eternal nature And how when you release judgment, you can release fear and and, and release worrying about whether something is evil or not and simply find appreciation for all that is. is a very joyous way to live life. And when you're in that high vibrational space, you are offering more to your planet and your fellow human than you are when you're down there battling it. Notice how many things get battled that never get solved in your environment. Very often, the battling of things is the very thing that's fueling it until attention turns away from it vibrational flow will eventually take your attention from everything you're going to flow through a vibration of the pandemic you have flowed through the vibration of 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 other plagues you flow through the vibration of 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 school shootings and things of that nature and you you, you've seen the, the the energy and the vibration around that abate as the focus turns towards something else the fear and the pushing against always fuels more but humanity teaches that the fuel and the, the the pushing against is not fueling more. The pushing against is the solution. But then you all get frustrated that the pushing against doesn't solve it. And it only takes linear time and, and, and a turn of focus to something else to truly solve. Because once you stop fueling it, the vibration raises just enough to actually cause the solution to emerge.
0: So is there a place for advocacy from a spiritual perspective, or where's the balance between advocating for what you believe would create a better world and accepting or finding an appreciation for what is?
1: It, is? it is back to that balancing of the ego consciousness and the soul consciousness. The ego is the thing that wants to solve everything. The ego is the thing that that wants to be the one who is the one who solves it or contributes to the solving of it. The soul, for lack of a better term, is is more at peace with whatever is. But you are here to expand. You are here to solve those problems. So the desire to solve them is not a bad thing. But bringing the ego and the soul into balance is what our teachings are all about. Because when you keep the vibration high in appreciation of the ones who are suffering, rather than going down to battle their suffering, you're actually offering more in terms of solution for them and for yourselves. So that high vibrational place of solutions appreciating that there is a starvation on your planet, but appreciation does not mean simply turning a blind eye to it. It's learning to not allow the starvation on your planet to take your vibration down because very often what happens, you, you see starvation, you think that it's awful. It takes your vibration down. You become so uncomfortable down there. You do nothing. You're paralyzed. Because it is so uncomfortable and so painful, you have to learn to ignore it. That's why things of that nature are often ignored. However, the ones that, that go and, and meet it in appreciation and joy and understand that this is the vibration that these people specifically are living in and, and offer high vibrational assistance actually do much more for them than ones who believe it needs to be fought ones who believe that a a check or or, 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 or a vote at the ballot box is all they need to do to solve things, where the ones who are the true missionaries that are going into a scenario like that can only do that and only survive that experience emotionally if they keep their vibration high and seek to understand them and how they got into that vibration and why and how its soul's expansion that's the, the 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 true solving of things is done in that and and you are aware you are tapped in right now to the vibration of that which we speak of the ones who go and go and help without judgment and and appreciate the experience even if they're seeing things that that from your perspective you would never want to see such as a, a child dying from starvation before their eyes and, and it's too far gone for them to do anything about the only way one can keep returning to a scenario like that again and again and again is to fully understand and relate to the experience that, that, that is being co-created in that and understanding, too, that the strand of soul consciousness that is seeking a more sophisticated experience. For for to put into human terms, an older soul who has had multiple lifetimes that is looking for more sophistication is going to come and project themselves into a reality that you find quite unsavory because they're looking for that higher contrasting experience to, to the, the, the perspective of an eternal soul being born into poverty or starvation or even genocide or even being an aborted fetus has a value in the experience. That from your perspective you cannot perhaps comprehend, but in doing your deep spiritual work, moving deeper into understanding that even a very temporary experience like that holds value for the soul, and actually can hold value for the other human beings involved. Think about these these small children that are born with terminal cancer and they do not live very long, and when they depart, you hear all of the stories of how enlightened they were. That's what you're witnessing. You're witnessing a very sophisticated strand of consciousness projecting into a very difficult human experience for the experience. And we are here to tell you that the the suffering that happens around that has expansive energy even for the loved ones. The the child is generally more at peace because the child is the one that is coming in with that vibration. But the alignment with the family, with the loved ones, that's creating an expansive scenario for them as well. And of course, as is is. Ego driven beings they can take that experience and make what they will out of it Some will will be advocates for for sick children Some will be very at peace with their specific child's journey and move on with their lives and joy Others will be destroyed as humans by it and there is expansive energy in every single one of those experiences That's what we are here to share with all of you is is, is to bring you to an awareness that the, the the universe indeed operates in reverse that suffering and pain very much the the suffering and pain that you witness is your judgment of it as bad or negative or evil or something that needs to be solved, but you're not in it. But notice that when you are in your own suffering, you adjust to that very quickly. And many of you actually take your suffering and make something magnificent out of it in your lifetime. That's the gift of all of that. So it really is about taking the judgment out of the experience of others. If you are not in it, you are not in that vibration, and you are not the one having that experience. And if you remove your judgment from it, you can advocate for it. You can help them. And you in high vibration have a lot more to offer them and everyone, your entire planet, in that high vibration of appreciation as opposed to, to racing down your spiral into anger and wanting to fight and battle.
0: Say someone is going down the path that you mentioned where you, they are in pain and suffering, and they are possibly getting destroyed by their human experience. How do they move from that level to experiencing this their situation in a different way, from a higher perspective, to where they are evolving through this lifetime instead of being destroyed by it, if that makes sense?
1: the 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 The, the simple answer to that question is is to find appreciation in fill in the blank. Find appreciation for the pain. Find appreciation for the, the negative experience. Find appreciation for the, the illness. The, 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 there are certainly beings on your planet that, that, that you may be aware of that, that were told they were terminal but they didn't accept that reality and they decided they weren't going to participate in this terminal definition and they were going to go create their reality in a very different way than they had ever done before. And it ended up being a very transformative experience for them. While there's another that, that will sign on to that terminal the diagnosis and have that become their experience. There is no right or wrong in either of those paths. It's simply the path that was chosen and taken and experienced. And when you return to your eternal state, once again, the number of years and the way those years are experienced are not viewed the same from your eternal selves because you're eternal. The human experience is temporary by design. You are designed to, to come and experience and have your, your world sort of get ahead of you and to return yourselves to what we call your completed state. Naturally, you're, you wear your bodies out by design. So it's natural to have a lifespan, but you, you, you've you all bought into this idea that it's supposed to be X number of years and it's supposed to be uh, experienced in a certain way, it's supposed to be abundant and healthy and happy. And, and what David often refers to as the Instagram version of life. But most of you are aware that the Instagram version of life is only showing one side of life. Just the, 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 the high vibration human definition side of life, the beauty of life. And there is nothing wrong with seeking out the beauty of life. The beauty of your, your human environment is absolutely all physical expression of that which we are. And the separation of that creates your storms. But notice that your storms come through and, and, and clear the way for new growth. Spring always comes. And this is true on every single topic. We are not just referring to weather. But you need to allow spring to come. You need to move into every every scenario that you are presented with in your lives, meeting them in joy, understanding that you create all of them, not necessarily intentionally, but dipping out of your source connection creates your obstacles. And very often, if you allow momentum to build on a topic that you're very fearful about, yes, you are adding fuel to that. And you are the one that is creating it. But we are not telling you that for you to beat yourselves up about your negative creation. We are actually telling you that so that you can begin meeting these negative creations in joy and appreciation and a deep understanding. And, and when you do that, you raise your vibration. When you raise your vibration, you find a solution. And you can do that in your now. And you can also do that in, in your history. Your Your history is your version of it as told by you. So you own it. It is your consciousness that's keeping it alive. And we are not guiding you to necessarily try to erase things from your past, but to find a path to higher understanding, thus ultimately appreciation of them, that is the path to releasing the pain of the past. And it it is work. It is not something that, that, that you can flip a switch and just decide to do. And you have to know that you're ready to do that work. And perhaps you're not at this time. But as our promise to you, as you do more of this and you chip away at little aspects of your lives that, 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 that take you down in vibration, that instill fear, that instill judgment, you will find your general vibration rising and you will find your connection to your own source to be met easier and easier and easier to, to, to where it is, it is one positive breath away at all times and stay in that source connected space most of the time. And then when you dip out of it. Again, meeting that 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 dip in joy, understanding that that is your clear path back up and you can operate your lives like this.
0: So I'm hearing that this ability to channel is our connection with our own intuition and it's available to everyone. And so we really just need to focus on those things that are raising our vibration in order to get there. Is that correct?
1: The, the, the things that naturally raise your vibration, we, we, we caution all of you against trying to, to, to claw your way up in vibration and in, in, in beating yourselves up for being down. Vibrational flow is a natural aspect of your physical environment that you're not going to cure, nor do you, do you truly desire to cure it from a soul perspective, because the up and down flow of vibration is creating the expansion of the universe. And that up and down flow of vibration is creating the expansion in your life and more importantly, from your eternal perspective, that creates your soul expansion, coming to physical and having these contrasting experiences is what moves you more and more into the core of source.
0: So when we're focusing on raising our vibration while still accepting that there's a flow of negative and positive, what does handle ourselves or to really take advantage of maybe our lower times because I know so many people are having low times this last year in general. What's the best way to utilize that for our own expansion and growth?
1: You eventually and when we say you we, we mean humanity in any, any any physical being but certainly the the high intelligence of humanity this this is experienced on a deeper level. you you tire of the negative judgment of things you eventually get bored with it. And many things, because of vibrational flow, uh, end up solving themselves, if you will, because you get bored with it and you move through through time. Your judgment of any period in your life experience as bad or negative is the very thing that's holding you away from the potential joy in it. When your pandemic began at the, the beginning of, of 2020, There were all sorts of different reactions to it. Certainly there was a mass reaction of fear that that caused it to be prolonged. There was a different reaction of of, of appreciating the changes that it brought about. The fact that it brought some of you closer. The fact that it brought blue skies back to some city environments because there was less less traffic on the roads. The fact that you are now all communicating virtually and you're settling into a, a, a different style of living. That there are positives and negatives to everything in a polarized environment. And it is your choice whether to focus upon the positive or the negative. And notice that the, the happy ones among you are always the ones who are always focusing on the positive, not paying so much attention to the negative. And you can all train your minds to operate more like that. But, but again, we, we are not guiding you to, 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 to hammer away at this. And to beat yourselves up for not being perfect, that none of you are perfect. This is not a perfect environment, nor is that in your intention in co-creating it. But you're relaxing around your reality in a state of appreciation of it and finding things to appreciate in your every day will bring more joy, which brings more clarity. And, and being in a heightened state of joy and clarity raises your vibration. As you raise your vibration, your abundance flows with greater ease. And in in, in your abundance is your version of abundance, well-being, feeling good, joy, happiness, love of self first and foremost. And then the fun material things that, that, that many of you enjoy, don't hold so much judgment around that. Allow those things to flow if you wish. There's nothing evil or wrong with any of those things. Just don't expect them to bring joy to you if you're not joyous first.
0: I'd love to ask a personal question. I'm wondering... My role here, I reach a lot of people. What's the best way that I can step into the role that my soul is really seeking in order to serve the best on this planet?
1: We will guide you to first understand that you are already there. The the, the things that you are doing enjoy your delightful personality, the, the ease in which you communicate, the, the, the guests that you are attracting on, on your show and in other places, the things that you are doing now, you are on the path that you wish to be on. And as, as long as you aren't limiting yourself from a place of fear and judgment, that's, that's, that's the thing that holds many of you in sort of a stagnant vibration where you're not expanding. But we are not feeling that vibration from you whatsoever whatsoever. We are feeling that you are very much at peace, but, but of course, as an expansive being, as all humans truly are, you are wanting more. You, you are wanting to serve at a higher level. That, that is natural. Understand that, that you placing yourself mentally and emotionally in that heightened state of expanded service is exactly what's going to take you there. And things were going, are going to happen, and you're going to adjust to the new reality, and you're going to still think that you're not where you want to be. But if you take a moment and and step back, take a breath and look where you came from and where you are and how magical the journey was in getting there, you will come to understand that you are exactly where you need to be at all times, spiritually. You are exactly where your soul wants you to be at all times. The thing that that, that pushes you ahead is your ego, but the thing that gets, that gets, gets you kind of stuck to where you're thinking you're not doing enough is also your ego. This is why we speak very much about balancing these things. David is very similar. Wanting to shout things from the rooftops and, and, and help millions of people is one thing. But but, but wanting the, the ego experience of filling a stadium, the, that's something that's a bit different. And it sort of gets ahead of you a little bit. And in and, and keeping that ego and that soul consciousness and balance is a challenge for all of you because you're in this polarized environment where your ego is going to get ahead of you. But your ego is not a bad thing, because your ego is the thing that allowed you to start your podcast. Your ego is your thing that got you out there to share what you share that is expanding consciousness. So you you are perfectly where you should be. Enjoy where you are. Enjoy what you have accomplished, and understand that you indeed are just getting started.
0: Is there any last thoughts or ideas that are coming through that we'd like to leave the listeners with that you feel are particularly important?
1: We will share that when we speak of certain things such as appreciation of of very negative aspects of your planet, that, that your immediate reaction to that can be a dip down in vibration, wondering who you're really hearing from here. We are not guiding you to turn a blind eye to anything we are simply guiding you to understand that your high vibration is, is the, the most that you have to offer yourselves and, and, and your environment, your fellow humans and all of planet Earth, and even beyond that. Your contrasting experience of positive and negative, whether you're observing it in others or, or, or experiencing it yourselves, was very much the intention of coming into a physical environment. And you are taught opposite of that. You, you, you are taught that there is evil and there is good and there are forces that are thrust upon you and there's nothing that perhaps you can do about it. But you have far more power. You have more power than, than, than even those of you who are delving deep into to what you may label spirituality or, or law of attraction even or understanding, but you're coming to understand it. You're coming into awareness of it. You would not be here hearing these words from us if your soul was not ready to experience this, this level of thought. But your human mind perhaps needs to process it a bit. And that's okay. It's, it's stepping back from it and processing everything that you have encountered in this interaction. And, and, and coming to understand it. Always seeking understanding rather than shutting things down. Because that, that heightened understanding is stimulating your intellect. And in stimulating your intellect, you're coming into, into this period where you're questioning everything. And that is actually causing the ascension. And, and the ascension is what you all seek, but that ins, ascension is not going to be without contrast. There are going to be things that you're going to hear and learn that are going to be a bit off-putting in the beginning. But if you allow yourselves to keep an open mind and, and really go deep into thought and meditation and discern for yourself certainly whether you're, you're ready to move to this level of thought or not, but if you are here and you're hearing these words, it is our promise to you that you indeed are. With much love, that is all we have.
0: Thank you so much. That was so awesome. How do you feel after <laughs> feel really after good.
1: that? <laughs> I always feel really, really, really good after. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but th- you you were really good with them. You really were. You were really, really good with them.
0: So you're able to kind of be the observer during during an experience like that.
1: Uh, I am present for it, but I'm sort of in the background, and a lot of times I don't have a lot of memory of it, especially if it's uh, if I'm on with someone makes them a little nervous. That can cause me to to not remember it. But the reason I said they were really good with you is because I was so present and the flow was so smooth because you were just down for it. You were into it. And that's great. And I do appreciate that.
0: Well, I have read almost all of your book now. I just couldn't put it down. So Thank you so much for what you're bringing to the world. I cannot wait to learn more from you and the stream. So for listeners that are interested in diving in like I am, where is the best place for them to connect with you online?
1: Uh, well, you can get the book on Amazon. It's called The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. And the best way to get into the teachings of the stream, I give a number out. And if you're in North America, this phone number works. Uh, you can text the word AWAKEN to 760 284 7665 and you get the streams source connect guided meditation, which is a channeled guided meditation. It's really cool. And then you get invitations to some of the things that we do. So you kind of pick what you want to partake in or not. So text awaken to that number and that's the best way to sort of connect with everything that we do.
0: All of the links from this episode will be at mindlove.com slash 177. And you guys, wasn't that magical? I could have spoken to him and the stream for hours. Well, I know that there's a lot that comes up when we hear this absolute truth that contradicts the things that we've been taught in our lives, really. It is difficult to wrap our heads around the fact that nothing is truly right or wrong, or a right or wrong way to experience the world. The way that I grapple with this, especially because there are things that I see that are just clearly evil in my mind... And the way I see this is how I'm approaching it. So yes, when somebody is hurting somebody else, I believe that's wrong. I can't shake that out of my core of seeing that as wrong. And I don't think that that is what the universe is trying to tell us either. I think the perspective comes from how are we approaching this? So am I seeing the atrocities of the world and... Deciding that I'm going to allow that to bring me down or give me feelings of hopelessness or feel like nothing's going to change or feel overwhelmed with the negative energy? Or am I going to stand in my truth and raise my vibration in the midst of it all? And through that energy, I can then help uplift the people around me. We know that energy is contagious. So if I'm sitting there reading the news and deciding to be so overwhelmed with, all of the bad things that are happening, of the way that I think the world is going in the wrong direction, of the things that I'm afraid of, I am going to feel that. I'm going to absorb that vibration and then I'm going to affect the people around me. I'm going to create from that vibration, which is going to create more of that energy and effectively just dampen the light of the world because I can't get my own shit together. (laughs) So instead of seeing it as the universe or God or source giving the okay for people to be the worst versions of themselves, think of it as the path that you're given to elevate above it regardless of what's happening around you. And of course, let me know how it goes. More and more of you have been reaching out to me on Instagram, which I absolutely love. I'm just over here broadcasting. So hearing back from you guys, what you think about the show, topics that you want to hear is really, really motivating for me. At the time of recording this, I've also been playing around a lot on TikTok, adding a little bit of tidbits from the episodes or from what I'm learning in my own personal life. So if you are on TikTok, find me there at Mind Love Melissa also. If you want even more Mind Love episodes, head to mindlove.com premium and you'll get access to all of our exclusive episodes plus monthly meditations and other bonuses. So I'd love to see you there. It's actually a great way to support the show. Also, all of your episodes will be ad free from then on. Another way to support the show is by leaving a five star review on Apple Podcasts. It's free, it only takes a minute, and it lights up my whole world. Like, you have no idea how big the smile on my face gets when I get a new five-star review. So just know that that's a way to send a little light my way if Mind Love is helpful for you. And finally, if you're not yet subscribed to the Morning Mind Love, you're probably missing out. So head to mindlove.com and sign up right there on the homepage. And as always, thanks for giving your mind a little love today, and I'll see you next week.